Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Join me right now on Kumite Radio is pure MMA boss and former king of Pancrase, Andy Main. What's going on, Andy? What's up, man? Good to see you again. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, how does it feel to be signed by Bellator? Yeah, it feels great. Uh, you know, like coming back, I was excited to get that fight with LFA. Um, you know, they're a really good organization uh, here in the United States. And I kind of figured that I was going to be in a building phase where I was going to have to win a handful of regional fights before I would bump back up to, you know, some of the bigger shows. But um, just worked out, you know, like I won that fight and literally I walked out of the cage. My managers asked me how I was feeling. Did I have any injuries? I said, no, I'm feeling good. They said, what do you think about Bellator in four weeks? I was like, let me tell you how I feel tomorrow. And I felt good. So, yeah, I'm, you know, might as well. I'm in shape. I took enough time off, right? Might as well just get right back to it. Speaking of that LFA, LFA 49, you, you beat, uh, you know, a decent name, Sal Almeida, last September. How do you assess the performance you had that night? Uh, I was feeling really good, you know. Um, I, I think on the feet, I really got a chance to showcase things I've been working on over the last few years. You know, like I'm kind of more known to be a grappler, but um, ironically, it's because people are always trying to take me down. Um, I'm comfortable on the ground, but uh, I, I enjoy boxing. I enjoy kickboxing. I feel I'm really good at it. I, you know, get in there with some of the best guys in the world uh, in training. So, you know, I know where I stand. So I got to showcase that a little bit um, after I, I rocked him in the second round after that. He didn't really want to mix it up on the feet anymore. And I'll give it to him. He did a good job of, of really frustrating me, being able to hold me up against the cage. Um, I'm not used to fighting guys that are quite that long. You know, he was a good inch and a half taller than me, two inches taller than me and long, longer than me. I'm just not used to that. And he was like a wet blanket. So it was a little bit frustrating for a, you know, for about a half a round. And then thankfully I was able to get to his back and, and finish strong. But um, overall, I mean, for taking, taking basically almost three years off with, you know, with the one fight in Korea in between, um, which was also at a different weight class. Uh, I'm, I was happy with it, um, you know, and I, I'm very critical of myself. So anything that I was doing wrong, believe me, I'm working on it and I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, you went back down to fly or featherweight for this fight. Uh, for the last fight, I mean. And how did you feel? Did you feel like, did you feel 100% or 110%? Yeah, I definitely feel that featherweight for me is is my weight class. Um, I really don't walk around that heavy. Um, when I'm training regularly and, and, and running and doing everything that I need to be doing, um, it's really not a hard weight cut for me. Um, you know, I'm a lean guy. Uh, I feel I'm strong for my for my build, but I'm a, I'm a lean guy, so... Um, so I felt good. It's, it's good to be getting to, to go in there and, and work with guys that, you know, are more the, the size that I'm, you know, that I feel comfortable, uh, uh, you know, wrestling with grappling with fighting everything else, you know, like I'll step up. I like to take challenges, you know, the road FC, 
um, opportunity was a big opportunity. And when I fought on the Ultimate Fighter, I did 155. So I've stepped up. Even my my first fight, my first two fights in Pancrase were 155. Um, but I wasn't any bigger. I just, you know, I just stepped up to, you know, to take advantage of the opportunity. Some of them worked out. Some of them didn't. So, um, but I think I'm definitely going to finish out my career at 145 because it's where I feel the best. Nassau Coliseum, Bellator 208. You are facing Henry Corrales. You're making your promotional debut. How did this deal come together? Um, my understanding, and I could be off on it slightly, uh, was that I'm pretty sure my buddy, actually, Dylan Dennis, was supposed to be on the card against somebody else. He ended up getting hurt um and not uh you know and getting they decided to postpone having him on the fight so they put uh henry on the fight and i don't know if he had an opponent or they or if it was short noticed and they didn't have an opponent for him but all i know is that they came looking for an opponent um about two days before my last fight my managers didn't mention anything to me until after the fight obviously but immediately after the fight there was they they wanted to know if I would take it. Um, I took basically a day just to watch watch Henry a little bit um, and really just let my my coaches assess assess him as a matchup. And also I wanted to see how I felt. Sometimes you get out of the cage, you feel great, and then two days later you realize your you know your knee is jacked up, your elbows jacked up. So you don't, you never know. So I gave it about a day and a half. Felt pretty good, and and I, I knew I was going to take the fight, um, but I just wanted to you know, do my due diligence, let my coaches do their due diligence. And, and that was it. And I just said, yeah, let's do it. Your opponent, Corrales, he trains out of MMA lab in Arizona. How do you think he stacks up against your previous opponents? Um, I, I mean, he, he's definitely a step up in competition. I think, you know, he's, he's on a three fight streak. It's really hard to judge because somebody like him, you know, he was 12 and 0 coming into Bellator. I don't know what the quality of his opponents were. I, you know, I don't really worry too much about that stuff because, you know, I could say, oh, he hasn't really fought anybody tough prior to Bellator. Obviously, in Bellator, he's fought some tough guys. Um, and, and, but you never know. I mean, you know, like you don't put together a 15-3 and three record and not be pretty good. So um, I have to take him seriously. I have to assume that he's, you know, he knows how to win. Um, I know, you know, he came into Bellator and lost three fights in a row against – against uh you know a couple of tough guys and you know and me personally i feel like i'm at that level i'm at the level of the of the type of guy that has beaten him um and i think i'm at a higher level I, I think my most of the a lot of the guys that i fought so many guys with a lot of experience um and you know very i don't even know if i've ever fought anybody with a losing record you know like so i i'm i'm used to fighting winners um and it's just, he's a guy that I got to go in there and make sure that I don't make mistakes. And, and I think I can do very well. Yeah, Corrales, he's somewhat having a resurgence in his career. He's in the middle of a resurgence. You are, you are in the beginning of your resurgence. So it's a, it makes an interesting dynamic of this matchup. It is. Um, you know, and, and, you know, like I, I know I've taken time off and I know my fight previous to my time off was, was a loss. However, you know, if you go back, if you really go back and, and, and understand my record, um, you know, I haven't, I, my, my last loss was at a different weight class with a broken rib, you know, so like take that for what it's worth. And then, you know, prior to that, I won, you know, all my fights in Pancrase except for one draw, which was also at a different weight class. 
Um, you know, really the only time I've lost at 145 pounds was, um, was against Kenny Foster and CFFC like five years ago, four or five years ago. And even that, that was a split decision loss. One, one ref gave me, I mean, one judge gave me all three rounds and, you know, I, like I said, I'm very critical of my own fights, but I believe hundred percent that I won that fight. Um, you know, I hit him over 150. 50 times 160 times in that fight and he hit me like 20 and I took him down like I'm not really sure what they were watching so I mean realistically I haven't lost at 145 pounds as far as I'm concerned since before the ultimate fighter um so you know like I'm confident you know at 100 like I said at 145 pounds I really truly believe I'm one of the best in the world as long as I go out there and perform and, and do what I know how to do um, it doesn't matter who's, who's standing in front of me. I, I'm, I'm excited to get in there with, you know, with a guy who, who is making a resurgence and, and is a player in the division. I want to, I want to step right into Bellator and let everybody know that I'm here. You're 29 years old. You've had 10 years of experience basically in MMA competition. Do you feel that right now you're in your prime? I think, yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't, I've never felt better than I feel right now. I think, uh, I think the maturity and the experience, um, that, you know, you hear about when you're, you know, when you're a young up and coming, you know, whatever, you don't, you don't worry about it. Right. You're like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I can handle whatever, but when you get, you know, when you get those, those wars under your belt and you get those, you know, decade, you know, like literally a decade of traveling around the world and fighting some of the best fighters in Japan and Korea and, doing the ultimate fighter and all of these different things. I'm just in a different place than, than I was even five years ago. Um, mentally, physically, I feel the best I've felt since, I mean, you know, I, I, my first knee injury to my knee was literally like eight years ago. I just never got it fixed, you know, until I blew out my ACL after my title fight. So, you know, I, now both my knees are fixed and they feel better than ever. Um, you know, my last fight, like cardio didn't even play a factor. Like it just, I, I really feel like uh, I, I am. I, I'm, I am hitting my prime, and just overall, as a as a complete fighter and as a as a mature fighter, I, I feel excellent. And and you know, and and I and my training's on point. I really can't say anything. You know, right now, everything has been going the way that I want it to go. I'm much smarter in the way that I approach training. So um, yeah, I think I've entered into that prime, and I'm, I hope I can do something with it. Leading up to this fight, I know you've been traveling to other gyms, training, sparring, you know, getting ready for this matchup. Where have you gone and who have you been working with? So uh, the primary places that I train is uh, I do a lot of my grappling at my own gym, um, Pure Martial Arts. My brother trains here and a lot of very high level guys come, come here from all over the place um, to, to train. And, uh, and so I get very high level grappling consistently uh i i go two to three days of the week up to tiger shulman's um and i train with the professional fight team there and you have your julio arce jimmy rivera mike trezano who just won the ultimate fighter um lyman good who is a former bellator champion and a player at 170 in the ufc i mean just just and then a whole bunch of guys you've never heard of that are that are monsters um and uh, particularly on the feet, but really everywhere. Um, so I spend three days a week there. And then I, I train at a, a gym called Carnicella MMA, just with one guy, Frankie Benefuente, who is also on the card. Um, he's a really high-level wrestler, good grappler. So we just go in and just put the two of us, mix it up for, um, 
you know, four or five rounds once a week. Uh, and then I also go up to Miller Brothers. Jim Miller um, has been a training partner of mine for a long time, his team. Um, and then Brian McLaughlin is my head coach, uh, who has been my head coach for the past eight years. So, um, you know, I, I, get, I get it in. I get it in everywhere. Speaking of a resurgence, Jim Miller. I've always said Jim's one of the most inspiring people that I've ever trained with and that I, that I still train with. Um, you know, like I've, I've seen him from before he was in the UFC. I started, that's when I started training with him and I was only 18 years old. Um, you know, just thinking, not, not, didn't even know at the time that I was going to make any kind of career out of fighting or, or anything like that. Um, and, uh, I've seen his ups, I've seen his downs. I've seen him go through his, his bout with Lyme disease. Um, I've seen him on the brink of, you know, of retirement. Um, I've cornered him in the UFC. Um, so it, it's every time I see him win, it's, it's special. And, um, I'm really excited to, you know, just see him win and win in dominant fashion the way that, you know, kind of the old Jim Miller that we know, cause I know he's got it. I know he's got it in the tank and, you know, he's still, you know, still one of the toughest dudes that I train with. Um, and, uh, and, and it's, you know, it's awesome to see him win. All right, Belter 208, Corrales, you get the win. Where do you think it puts you in the stacked featherweight division that Bellator has? I mean, I, I, to be honest, I think it puts me right in the mix with, with those, you know, those top 10 guys. I don't, you know, I don't, I know there's a handful of guys on the, on the come up right now. Um, I know there's a couple established guys at the top. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it throws me right into that mix for sure. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be any easy fights for me. Uh, it, it's just going to be getting to it. And, and like I said, that, that's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm, I'm like, I do believe I'm in my prime and I, I don't want, I don't want to waste time. I want to get in there. I want to get in there often. Um, you know, this was a four week turnaround. I don't know if I'm always going to do four week turnarounds, but you know, every, every two to three months, I'd like to be out there. Um, I'd like to, you know, go after the, the top guys in the division. I'd like to travel with them. You know, I know they're going to Hawaii in a month, in a couple months, maybe, you know, jump on cards like that, but I'd like to, you know, I'd like to fight outside of, of the East coast and, and, and just take advantage of whatever, you know, whatever this career's got left for me, um, with Bellator and I'm excited about it. Yeah. The promotion, they sign you, they give you a contender as your first fight and you're on the main card, they must have a lot of, uh, you know, they see a future in you, I believe. I think it's a combination. I think that they, they see somebody, you know, they probably see somebody who's got potential to, to have a future with the division, definitely. Um, I, you know, I mean, realistically, how can they not? I mean, I, don't, I, I really don't think there's, there's many people just in general that have the kind of experience that I have. I mean, from all the different promotions that I've fought for all over the country, um, you know, and, and, and like I said, I, I, I've proven that I'm, I'm a player on the, on the worldwide scene. Um, and I'm just glad to be, you know, it, it believe me, it, it was frustrating having to sit on the uh, sideline for so long. Um, so yeah, I, I think that I, I believe that, that they see that. Um, and you know, not for nothing when you're looking for a, it, it's, it's just right time, right place. And, and they needed a fighter on four weeks notice and nobody's going to take a guy like Henry Corrales if you're not in shape, you know, and I just happened to be in the best shape of my life going into that fight and coming out uninjured 
it, it was just, it was an easy decision for me. So, um, you know, and, and I think promotions see that, you know, they know that, Hey, this guy stepped up, took it on four weeks notice. They know, I know he's a contender. They know, you know, stepping up on a main card first fight in Bellator. I mean, all that stuff's a big deal. Uh, so, you know, they, hopefully it sends the message to them that like, I'm here and I'm here to, I'm here, I'm here to stay. And, you know, I'm here to fight. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not a guy that's just going to play games. I'm here to just, you know, get in there and, and, and do what I do. All right, October 13th, Bellator 208. You can catch Andy Main taking on Henry Corrales. Thank you for your time, Andy. Thanks, man. It was good to chat with you.